Good morning, this is your host Rusty James. It is Friday, August 7th, 2015, and this is the ride. All right, let's do this on a Friday morning. I love Fridays, I'm sure you do too. I was checking out the Sermon on the Mount yesterday during lunch. And I, uh, I was reading it and I thought, you know, I'm going to do a little spin on this today. Because I kind of caught something in there that I never really thought about before. So I'm going to try it out on you guys. You, you let me know what you think. So I got a question for you. And yesterday I'd mentioned, hey, you know, maybe I should have the Bible in the car too. Because I'm encouraging you guys to have the Bible next to you when you're listening to this podcast. Well, I do. I have a Bible right next to me. And I promise I am not texting. I have it open right to the page. Uh, I'm using Bible Gateway. And I'm looking right at Matthew 5. And it's beautiful. So I got my notes right in front of me. I don't have to take notes. Although, when I read this stuff yesterday, I was taking notes like a furious freak. And you know, I don't even—I don't even have them right next to me. So, so I'm just—I guess I have to rely on the Holy Spirit. I guess that's the deal. But I do have the Word of God in front of me, so I am relying on the Holy Spirit. See how that works. But check this. Okay, let me just uh, ask you a question. Do you want to be filled? Do you want to be filled? Those places that are empty, do you want them to be filled in your life? I know I do. Well, here's the thing. When you look through Matthew 5 and you read this, I'm reading it kind of backwards. There's like a cause and an effect. So I'm reading the effect, and then you have to see what causes it. See how that works? It's kind of a little bit of a educational program right now. So if you want to be filled, you got to hunger and thirst for righteousness. Because Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. So let's turn this on its head, shall we? Do you want to be comforted? Then allow yourself to mourn. Don't hold it inside. Do you want the kingdom of heaven in your life? Be poor in spirit. Because it says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now I've heard that particular one preached over many, many times and there's different meanings for that. But I think I'm just going to go the simple route today. Poor in spirit, when you're poor in something, you don't have enough of it. If I'm, if I'm poor financially, I don't have enough money. If I'm poor in health, I don't have enough health. 
So maybe we look at this, if you're poor in spirit, if I need more of the spirit in my life, and you recognize this, then you will desire those things of the spirit, and you will see the kingdom of heaven in your life. But if you think that you got it all going on, and you don't need none of this spirit stuff, you don't need that stuff that Rusty James is telling you about, well, you're not going to see the kingdom of heaven then. I mean, these are the words of Jesus Christ, Sermon on the Mount. Heed these words. Here's another one. You want to inherit the earth? Then be meek. That just goes so against what we're taught. I am going to touch on something today that's related to that. I hope I can remember to draw that connection. Meekness is power, baby. I'm telling you. We'll look at that a little bit later. Okay, keep on going. Do you want to see God? Be pure in heart. Do you want to be called the children of God? Then seek out peace and be peacemakers. I'm holding this up on my steering wheel so that I don't, like, take my eyes off the road. Well, if I have to take my eyes off the road, this is not going to fly. So, might have to uh, just, I don't know, memorize scripture. That would be good. Ooh, dude, don't open your door like that. And there's a guy on the side of the road and he's getting out of his car. And his car door is like right in the lane of the highway. That's not, that's not cool. So I think I've touched on pretty much most of those. Uh, filled. Do you want to be shown mercy? Then be merciful. I think I touched on the main ones right there. Yes, I did. Okay. I mean, what is it you want? What do you want, man? Well, man. What do you want today? Don't you know that God has what you need? God has everything you want and need. And he's a good father. So he tells us to ask him. He said the good fathers that are out there, if his son asks for something, is he going to give him something opposite? Well, how much bet, more better, how much more better is our God? If you want a husband and you're single, pray for that. If you want a job, you pray for that. You ask your father 
give you wisdom in the job hunt? Or in the first example, give you wisdom in the man hunt? <laughs> I'm on a man hunt. Gotta find me a hubbin'. It's Friday, I'm having a good time. The meek will inherit the earth. You know, the other day I was... I posted some on Facebook, and I've got some responses. I want to thank those who have responded already. I posted something uh, from from the Facebook page for the ride. If you haven't been there, you got to check it out. Like it. Share it. Please share it. I think that this stuff as you know, can really touch people where they're at. I'd like to believe that anyway. So share it. Get it out there. Into the vapor of our culture. Get it out there. These words need to be out there just like the words of the other yahoos that are pushing their agendas. I'm pushing, I'm trying not to push my agenda, I'm pushing God's agenda. Let's do that. So help me. Get it out there. Anyway, I posted on the Facebook page a question asking you all to give me some of the some of the problems people have with Christianity, some of the problems they have with the issues of the day. And I didn't want, I posted it not to start an argument there. I simply wanted to post it and have people respond because then I'm going to go through that and we're going to touch on these issues and see what the scripture says about it. See, um, you know, how as a Christian, how we should respond to somebody who's, who are bringing up these concerns. I mean, it does you no good to go through life as a Christian when the the real questions of the culture of the day are looming over you and you've got no answers. That, my friend, is relevant. You know how people use the word, in the Christian circles, sometimes people have used the word relevant. Like, we need to be relevant to this culture. Well, as long as you're not forsaking the Word of God, then yes, we must be relevant because we must be able to reach the lost. Hello. The lost don't know they're lost unless you can tell them why they're lost and why it's important to be found. If you can't communicate to the lost, you are irrelevant. Uh Uh-oh, I'm starting to feel a little bit of preach coming on. Don't be irrelevant, but do not forsake the word of the Lord. For therein lies your strength and life and really your purpose. Do not forsake the word of the Lord. But we got to be relevant. So I asked the questions of people and I was getting some good responses. Kyle, thanks. I appreciate what you put. 
Kyle had some really good observations and I I want to touch on them in the I mean if this list grows like I hope it will I'll be touching on these things for a while and maybe that's the point of this podcast I don't know but we got to be relevant and so I need to understand we all need to understand why people are having such a hard time with certain elements of scripture now we could get into a big argument and do no one any good I mean heavens forbid we have arguments for the sake of arguments that's no good our job as Christians is to lay out the gospel in as simple as a way as, as we can Jesus did it that way and then he let the people choose. Our God's a free will God. He allows us to choose. You know, when the prostitute was brought for stoning, and Jesus forgave her, and confronted those that were going to stone her with some truth written in the dirt. What did he say to her? Did he say, I understand this is your lifestyle. Far be it from me to challenge your lifestyle. I'm a God and a, a man of love. He did not. In much the same way, Jesus challenged the religious leaders of the day that were serpents, as he put it. Causing people to live according to rules that even they weren't following. He had he said to to her go and what say it if you know it he told her what how could she sin no more that was her lifestyle how would she even know that it was sin cuz she knows we know. Down deep, a lot of us know. My point here is Jesus will challenge your lifestyle. Up until that point in time, maybe she thought, you know, I'm not living perfect. You know, I'm the harlot. But, you know, it's just what I do. And you know I'm hiding behind this mask this is what who I am I'm nothing more than this this is all I know and don't tell me otherwise 
But Jesus told her otherwise. He said, go and sin no more. He totally blew her lifestyle. He totally blew her worldview. You don't have to sin no more, daughter. He told her, go and sin no more. That tells me that whatever you're struggling with, whatever worldview you've clung to for so long, It can be broken if it doesn't fully align with the heart and the spirit of the Lord. So my challenge is take a look inside, all of us, we need to take a look inside and see what it is we're saying to ourselves, what we believe, what the worldview that we hold is, and see if it's truly in alignment with the heart of the Lord. And he told her, you know what, you don't have to. When he said, go and sin no more, he was saying so much more than that. He was saying, you do not need to believe that who you are is defined by what you've been saying. In fact, I'm going to speak truth into your life right now. You don't need to sin. No more. So depart. And don't you know, her life turned around. That's pretty exciting. But when I think about, I mentioned masks earlier, I was thinking about that this morning. And when I was looking at some of the posts that people were putting, I thought, you know, it'd be really nice if people could just be honest all the time. I mean, isn't truth, when when truth is spoken, isn't that honest? In the court of law, we're to be honest and speak the truth. And don't we weasel that. We want to weasel. And it's inbred in us. It's the sin nature in us. You ask any three-year-old who ate that cookie and just watch his expression. And you will know almost instantly whether or not he did it or not. It's kind of funny. It's kind of sad when you think that God asks us those kind of things and we respond like that little three-year-old. You think God can't see through your charade? I'm Irish, so I'm angry. It's just who I am. Bullcrap. Sorry. I said poop the other day, so I can say that. I won't say the other word, even though sometimes it really feels like you want to say it. Yeah, I'm human too. You know, there might be a day if my ire gets riled up enough, and I'm not Irish, by the way, that I might have to use the S word if 
if it called for. I'm not supposed to, you know, we're supposed to keep filthy language from our lips. We're not supposed to curse. That really, I don't think that's a curse. I think there are times when that word maybe should be used. But, my point. Honesty. You know, the Lord says don't curse by heaven or or earth. Don't 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 swear. I guess that was the word. Don't swear. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. In other words, honesty and truth in a situation as much as we sometimes think that that's some kind of a liability I want to believe that if I follow the word of God and my yes is yes and my no is no I'm in a better spot and that kind of means we don't wear masks I'm not going to wear the angry Irish mask I don't have to be that way. I don't want to hide behind something. I'm addicted to porn and I can't shake it. It's just the way that God made me because he made me as a sexual creature. Bullcrap! He did make you as a sexual creature, but he also said, do not look at another with lust in your heart or you've already committed adultery you've already done it don't hide behind these man-made emotional protectors that we we fashion with wood stubble and clay they're going to be burnt up the reality is who are you really expose yourself to the Lord you know he's a good father he's not going to burn you up he just burns off all the crud and the chaff that's what he does Don't you want to have a life that doesn't have all these things hanging? These things that are dragging you down? These addictions that are pulling you into bad friendships and and, and cycles of behavior that you can't seem to break free from? Be real with the Lord. I guess that's the first place to start. I mean, if it's really hard for you to be real and take your masks off with other people, I can kind of understand that because a lot of times those things are there to emotionally protect you from people who are flawed. We all know that. But our God isn't flawed. Maybe maybe you need to get on your knees at some point. Maybe even right now. And and to say, you know, I'm tired of pretending to be somebody I'm not. 
I don't even know who I am anymore because I've been pretending so long. And Lord, I ask that you would help me recognize who I really am and, and please show me who I really am. God, I, he will do that. Over and over he will, he has said in his word that he will help you. Just be real with him. Seek him. Knock on that door and it will be open. So no masks. When I asked the Facebook people, hey, put your comments down. Uh, and I, uh, I saw some comments that made me want to quickly justify my position, you know, because they were in opposition to my position. Then I realized what I had asked people to do. I'd asked people to give me things that might be in opposition. I mean, obviously, that's what I asked for. Give me the things that would be in opposition to my worldview as a Christian. You know where I am. If you don't know what that's all about, you need to check the last two podcasts. Second day of horn. I blew the horn. This is day two. Why did I do that? I lost my train of thought. Seriously, I lost my train of thought. I wish that you could text me right now and tell me what I was just talking about. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So I was asking people to give me the things that challenge the Christian worldview so that we can, you know, talk about them over the coming days and weeks. And I saw one or two of them, and I, and I automatically, and, and this is just, you know, I'm just like you, automatically I wanted to quickly justify my position. Uh, but, 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 but uh, no, this is why I believe this way. That's why you shouldn't believe that way. You know, quickly we do that. And, you know, all you, all you have to do is look at a forum or um, some kind of posting for anything on a YouTube video or whatever, and you see opinion after opinion after opinion. And I found it really freeing, honestly, to sit there and, and read that and say to myself, you know what, that is exactly what I asked for. And I don't even want to, I don't want to justify it now. I don't want to justify my thing. I simply want people's opinions that we can talk about. And it was so freeing. Thank you, Kyle and others. Because it got me thinking that if we are going to be real with people, I mean, really real. I, I, maybe you know this from your history with me in the last week, but I don't like talking about surface things. Never liked it. Never liked it. I might be walking out of a hotel. Doorman says, 
Hello, Mr. Rogo. Are you going to have a good day today? Looks like the weather's fine. I feel like I should stop and like tell him my life story. Because I don't want to leave it at just the weather. You know what I mean? Oh, I just... Life is too short to just talk about the sport scores and the weather. Now, don't hate me. I'm not a big sports guy. And if you're big into that, more power to you. I'm sure that the sports scores to you are a deep psychological religious experience and is deeper for you and and that's fine you know that's that's your deepness for me it's just skidding over the surface and it's not really hitting any it's not hitting any meat or bone so it's just not much value to me but knock yourself out but i i like having convos with important information that's passing between two or more individuals. Otherwise, what is the point? But that's me trying to take off a mask. If we live with the mask, we probably hope for uh, for conversations like that because you can avoid the issues. You can avoid having to bury your soul. I like to bear my soul. Can't you tell? I think it comes it comes right around back to that thing I was talking about as as far as the meek inheriting the earth. I I figure somebody who's meek is somebody who is secure enough in themselves to be able to be exposed to bear their soul. Other people would want to pounce on a person like that and just tear them up emotionally. I want to believe that if you can be honest and you can... I mean, because really, somebody who's burying their soul is in a position of power, I see it, because they are able to bear their soul takes guts to do that and when you do that you can really get to the heart of the matter when you're when you're working you know talking with people or uh, at work or whatever I mean I'm not I'm not saying (laughs) when somebody asks you hey can I have that muffin that's over in front of you by the donut table that you go into some big deep psychological spiritual discussion about the atoms that are in the filling of the donut and how they align with the aura of the Saturn moons that are you know in the black hole of the nebula Varishnu I don't know no you don't have to go weird on them but when somebody says, hey, can you pass me that muffin? Hey, what'd you do this weekend? Uh, or, you know, what's new? I used to say, ah, oh, nothing. Everything's cool. Or, How you doing? Fine. You know, that worthless bit of drivel. 
I tend to go a little bit deeper with somebody. I blow their mind maybe a little bit, but then they quickly learn, you know, if, if you don't want info from Russ, then uh, don't ask. But, you know, they can say, you know, what's, what's new? And I might feel with this person that I could go to a place like, you know, I'm glad you asked because I'm, I'm in the middle of this thing with my, my father, for example, and, and I really don't know what to do. Have you ever had this with your family? I mean, obviously, you don't do that with somebody that you just met. But somebody that is a coworker that you know you, you might have you know that they've gone through some things or something, you know where you can go with somebody. But let's let's go a little bit further because uh, than we have in the past. Because the reason I say that is Christians. I think a lot of people are hurting out there, and they don't know who to ask. They don't even know if you're somebody that could be asked and about issues. And if you're able to do this, kind of just step a little bit into this place where you've taken off your protective mask a little bit, expose the real you a little bit more than normal, that gets them realizing that, one, you're a real person with real issues that you have to deal with. Two, you're not afraid to go there. And three, you might be somebody they could trust to go there when they have an issue or if they want to, you know, what they want to know how you're able to deal with let's say the 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 passing of a loved one for example. You know, how is it that you dealt with that? I mean, I, w I was just miserable when I went through it. And how is it that you dealt with it? And then you can tell them the kind of strength that you're able to rely on as a Christian. Things like that. I mean, that's where the real stuff happens. I mean, you could totally lose the opportunity and say, bef you know, before they would even ask a question like that, you know, just think, well, that's just not information I want to share. And I, I get that everybody's got a different personality type. And, and maybe I'm so far wacky that I'm willing to go there and other people maybe not. All I'm saying is just go a little bit further than you may be comfortable and pray that the Lord will give you the words to say. I really think that that's really where amazing things can happen. You know, when Jesus rose from the dead and he had not let on that he was alive yet and he was walking with men along the road and he was telling them things, deep things. And, and the men said something like, didn't we, um, didn't our hearts burn or something like that when he was speaking of these things? 
these are guys, man. These are guys hanging out with guys. And yet, his heart was burning. Yeah, that's because we're all human. Just a note, young men. If a if your girlfriend sees you cry, it's not a sign of weakness. It actually is pretty cool. Just a little tidbit. Only do it with the the girl that you know is the one because if you do that, you've hooked her. So be prepared. Just saying. You know, every day I do this, I wonder, going into it, what am I going to have to say that people want to hear? And you know, I'm realizing that it's not necessarily what they want to hear, but what they need to hear. So keep listening, my friends. I love that we get this chance to do this. I want to appreciate you guys for being there to keep me on task because this is really fun so check out the Facebook page put some uh, you'll find where I've got that post put some ideas there and please share this around Uh, I really am wanting to get it out there and I'm started the process of getting it on iTunes not sure if you know how that all works but if they approve it, it'll be up on iTunes, and, and you'll definitely hear about it once that happens. So stay tuned. I love you all. Stay grounded in the Word. And if you run across something in Scripture that challenges you, good. Post it to me, and we'll talk about it. All right? Love you all. Peace. I'll see you on the flip.